I wasn't here, but I'm sure Elizabeth took us through Acts chapter 2 uh, this morning. I know she did because I spoke to her during the week. Uh, and tonight I, I wanted to just focus uh, a little bit on another feast. Uh, feast of Pentecost was obviously this time of year in the Jewish calendar. Uh, and then in the, uh, in the autumn, October time, there was a feast of uh, tabernacles when um, the people would, uh, for seven days, dwell in booths up in the roofs or wherever, uh, reminding them of their journey through the, the, the desert and the exodus and how God was with them uh, through that. And it was also a, a feast of uh, celebration, Thanksgiving for the harvest. Uh, feast of Pentecost was a, a, a celebration of, of Thanksgiving as well. And it's interesting that we find the, the Holy Spirit at both these events, and that tells us something about God, doesn't it? It tells us something about who God is. He loves to celebrate, and he, he loves to receive our thanks because he's such a generous God, uh, and that's what the God we come to this evening uh, as thirsty people. And uh, so if you've got your Bibles, turn with me to John chapter 7. Verse 37. Jesus has been having a bit of a ding-dong with, um, you know, some of the leaders and some of his brothers as well who, who didn't believe in him. They just didn't believe in him and, and they were pushing him, egging him on. Go up to the festival and show yourself, prove yourself. And uh, Jesus was uh, resisting, but, you know, he sneaked in halfway through uh, and uh, we pick it up on the last and greatest day of the feast, verse 37. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. I'm assuming you're here because you're thirsty for more of God's Spirit in your lives. That's, that's why I'm here. Obviously, I have to be because I'm the pastor. But I'm thirsty too. And it's good to have that thirst uh, for God. Jesus says, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And the first key thing for us there is to recognize our thirst because we all are thirsty. In the Beatitudes, Jesus kicks it off with these words, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the people who recognize their spiritual poverty. And it's good for us to recognize that too because for me, that's a, it gives us a head start, doesn't it? The fact that we realize we need God more than anything else in the whole world gives us the key, the key to being filled with God's Spirit. Is anyone thirsty? Yes, me. <laughs> I'm first in the queue. I remember when our kids were, were little, um, we'd been out for the day and we were driving home, it was late at night, and we stuck on Graham Kendrick. You know, that shows you how old I am. 
Um, but, you know, one of his songs is based on John 7, Is Anyone Thirsty? And he's got this repeating refrain, Is Anyone Thirsty? And our little Stuart, who, who couldn't have been more than two, sitting in his chair in the back seat, piped up, I'm thirsty. Because <laughs> he thought we were talking about, you know, giving him a drink. Uh, and, and that's what, uh, obviously, Graham Kendrick was singing about. But a drink of God's spirit. Uh, and we have to be like little children, haven't we? We have to come to God uh, and, and just say, I'm thirsty for more of you, God. Not more, not more of your power necessarily. And, and yes, God's uh, desire is to give us gifts and we can ask for them tonight. But first and foremost, we're thirsty for God himself, his spirit. Because his spirit, the presence of his spirit is beautiful and lovely. And he is a wonderful companion and guide for us. And he empowers our lives. So let's recognize our thirst as God's people. Then Jesus says, come to me and drink. Come to me. I'm the one you have to come to. Just ask and I'll fill you to overflowing. I'll pour my goodness into your life, a good measure pressed down flowing over into your life. That's, that's the kind of God that we, we come to this evening. It's Jesus Christ and uh, the Holy Spirit. is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Uh, and earlier in John's Gospel, he, he, he was sitting at a well, thirsty, and a woman comes along and he asks her for uh, a drink. And you know she's amazed that a Jewish man speaks to a Samaritan woman. They get into conversation. And they start talking about water. And uh, he says to her, if you, if you knew you were talking about, you'd ask me for a drink and I'd give you living water. And she pipes up at this and, and says, sir, give me this water. Sir, give me this water. There's a prayer for us tonight. As we come for prayer, as we come out, receive communion, and then go to the prayer team to be filled just pray that prayer. Sir, Lord Jesus, give, give me this water, the water of the Holy Spirit as I come to you. Then Jesus says, whoever believes in me, whoever believes in me, uh, streams of uh, living water will flow from within them. I've written here, and it's a, a, a kind of phrase that's been going around my head all week. Believe is the verb of faith. Believe is the verb of faith. And, and there's something we need to do as God comes to us and offers himself to us. We need to believe. You know, the people around him, uh, the religious leaders, some of his own family, just didn't believe in him. But those that do believe in Jesus, he promises them his Holy Spirit. And, and Jesus' promises are 100% guaranteed so let's be that believing people because you can be a Christian. You can be of the Christian faith and not believe. We do that all the time. Uh, every day probably we fail to believe in who Jesus is. We fail to turn to him. We fail uh, to trust him to help us, to fill us with his spirit. So let's be those people tonight who believe and simply come to Jesus. Whoever believes in me streams of living water will flow from within them. And the rivers, this is not a stagnant pool. It's not a limited amount of water. It's not like Ur Willie's bucket or whatever. 
It's never going to run out because this is a, a river or a stream bubbling up. It's eternal living water. There is no limit when we are in the will of God. And earlier in the chapter, Jesus talks about uh, those who believe are the ones who want to do the will of God. So there's something for us to think about tonight as we come for God's blessing, to be in the will of God. So Steve was saying, we come to him, yes, to uh, seek gifts so that we can do the will of God. So let's not be afraid to ask specifically for help with the things that God's given us to do. What is it you do in your workplace? What is it you do in your home? What is it you do as a volunteer in this church? What is it you do in terms of reaching out to your neighbor? Come and ask for those gifts. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the tools you need to carry the will of God, to hold out the gospel to the people around you. There's no limit for that person. If you're in God's will and you're doing what he's given you to do, there is no limit to the resources he has available for you. Uh, Our only issue there is the own limits, the limits we put on how much we think God wants to give us. And the the amount that God wants to give us is always more than, than what we think or ask. So let's not put any limits on it. Here's what it says. Jesus says, uh, the scriptures say. So let's look at some of the Old Testament. Well, one of them anyway. Isaiah 58 and verse 10. Here the prophet's talking about, uh, you know, what's an acceptable fast. Uh, And, you know, he goes on at length about how that's just doing good, doing justice caring for the poor and needy. And in verse 10 it says, and if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. So I like to go through my day and I try to be in the flow of the Spirit. I have to try, I try to have that thought in my mind just as I go through the day going about my daily business. Always trying to be in, in touch with God and asking the Spirit to guide and direct me. Asking the Spirit when I come across issues or difficult situations that I don't know how to deal with. And it's amazing how God, when you invite him to do that, just comes alongside you and shows you the path through it and makes difficult things really easy. And you think, well, why didn't I do that before? Uh, And, you know, we don't really know why we don't do that, but let's do it. You know, let's be those people who plug into God and, and not just have a devotional first thing in the morning or last thing at night or at midday, all good things. But let's walk through our day with the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then it says, up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. John's talking about, because um, he's looking back, he's talking about the, the day of Pentecost today when the Spirit was poured out 
on all the world. No more restrictions, not just for the Jewish people, all people, anybody. Uh, I was up at my son's church in uh, Edinburgh uh, this morning, and the guy who was speaking uh, was talking about how it was their international day. And it's a really diverse congregation, people from all nations uh, in this um, little church. Uh, and it was wonderful to see just that picture of, you know, what the day of Pentecost was like and, you know, on, on small scale. People from all nations, and they've been asked to turn up in their national dress. Uh, and it was, it was a wonderful sight and a beautiful picture of, of what the Holy Spirit does. He brings together all sorts of people from all sorts of backgrounds, nations, ethnicity, you name it. God brings us together. Uh, and that is the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He's always at work bringing people together and pouring out himself on our lives, filling us up to overflowing, setting us on fire as these disciples were set on fire on the day of Pentecost. Uh, and we come in at the point where this has happened. Acts 2, verse um, 53, it says, but maybe it's 35, I don't know. Acts chapter 2. Verses wrong. Okay, um, Acts 2 32. God has raised, this is Peter talking to the people after they'd witnessed uh, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. Jesus is now glorified. He sits at the Father's right hand. So what he was talking about in John 7, uh, about not yet being glorified, that's happened now, and he's poured out his Spirit, and is pouring out the Spirit of God on all people. In other words, and with this I finish, it's Pentecost every day. You know, we don't have to wait till May or June comes round every year to invite the Holy Spirit to come. We pray that most ancient prayer every day on our own. And when we gather, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit into this place uh, and fill us uh, to overflowing because we are here, Lord, and we are thirsty for more of you. I'm going to share uh, communion together now. I'm going to pray. Then I'll invite um, Marcus and uh, the worship team and the prayer ministry team to come forward uh, and receive uh, first. Uh, and then we'll, we'll just start to worship. And uh, at that point, we'll just, just come when you're ready, receive communion. Uh, and if you would like prayer tonight, and I really encourage you to go and receive prayer because that's why we're here. The prayer ministry team will be over here and over here. So there'll be elders and prayer ministry team and ones and twos ready to pray for you. Just invite Shirley and Janet forward to, um, they'll be serving you. So 
Shall we stand together as we pray? And we pray, come, Holy Spirit, fill this place, this sanctuary space, this place of worship with your beautiful presence. And we say, Lord Jesus, we are thirsty and we are hungry for this meal. Nourish us uh, with your body broken for us and your blood shed for us on the cross, making us right with God our Father and opening our hearts to the gift of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're with us and in us already, but Lord, we want more of you. We want more than we can contain ourselves. And so we pray, come Holy Spirit, fill us to overflowing this evening. Fill us to overflowing with the fruit of your Spirit and the gifts of your Spirit. And we come simply asking for more of you. Sir, Lord Jesus, give us this living water today. Amen.